Welcome to the Teacher Transition Podcast, where we celebrate the amazing things former teachers are now doing outside of the classroom. And where teachers who are considering making a move of their own can find the resources, guidance, and support that they need to take their next steps. I'm your host, Allie Parrish, and I'm so glad that you're here. Welcome back for another episode of the podcast. In today's episode, we have a special guest with us. It's Angela. Once again, we've heard from her before. She is a certified professional resume writer. And on top of that, she's incredibly knowledgeable about all things LinkedIn and how to set up your LinkedIn profile in a way that helps you stand out. In this episode, she is going to be sharing why LinkedIn is essential, not optional, when you're trying to get hired at certain types of companies. She's also going to share how to get your LinkedIn profile set up in less than an hour, including what elements on your profile you really need to pay attention to. And she's going to share with you why you need to be the one in charge of and taking care of your career hygiene, as she calls it. I love how she terms that. Really, your LinkedIn profile is a place and a way that you get to own your career path and how it is presented, how it looks to others, both what you have done and what you're doing toward directing your career path in the future as well. So let's go ahead and jump into this episode with Angela. Okay, Angela, I'm so glad to have you on today's episode so that teachers can know all things about how to have a LinkedIn profile for teachers. Yes, yes, I'm happy to be here. This is definitely one of those areas that can feel really overwhelming, but there is information, it is manageable. This is something that you can really leverage to promote your career with just a little bit of information and attention. That's, that's so great. I know it's going to be incredibly influential and helpful for so many of our teachers to hear about this. I just want to start us off for this episode a little bit with context. We know that less than 5% of teachers are even on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. And I have teachers reaching out frequently saying, look, I have no connections. I know that people say who you know makes a big difference, but all of my professional connections are kindergarten teachers you know, or someone that works in my same school building, like I have no professional connections. It can make such a big difference with that. And with knowing of opportunities that are out there, if you were to tell a teacher, you know, if a teacher was meeting with you and asking, do, do I really need a LinkedIn profile? What difference can it make for me? What would you tell them? You do need a LinkedIn profile. This did not used to be the case. It used to be that a LinkedIn profile was kind of a nice add-on that you could have, but now it really is a professional requirement. And I agree with you. There are a lot of people in certain industries, particularly in teaching, but just aren't really using LinkedIn. And I see that if you're staying, um, you know, going to stay at your school for many years, that's the career path that's really working for you, then maybe you don't need that. Um, but you know, anytime you're making a step, whether a step up or a step laterally to another industry, then it's time to level up your LinkedIn presence. Um, I have talked with multiple recruiters and career coaches 
who have had experiences where there's a hiring process, it gets down to maybe two or three really well qualified applicants and they're trying to figure out which one are we gonna make the offer to. And one of them does not have a LinkedIn profile or has a really underutilized LinkedIn profile. And that portrays badly, reflects badly on that person. It seems to, it seems to indicate this person isn't engaged. This person isn't really with it. This person isn't connected. It makes you look bad. On the flip side, your LinkedIn profile is this amazing opportunity for you to portray yourself the way you want to. It gives you an opportunity to recast maybe your teaching experience into another role. So you just don't want to leave that opportunity on the table. And I would also say, Ali, I would question if a person's contacts really are only limited to their fellow teachers at that school. You've got people that you went to college with, the spouses of people that you went to college with, some neighbors, some former neighbors. Um, LinkedIn, once you set up your profile, will take you through kind of an automated system where you just click through a process and it accesses your email contacts and asks you if you would like to connect with those people. That can be your foundation network on LinkedIn. And then once you've done that, every time you get on LinkedIn, it will suggest a few other people for you. So the connections of those people that you might think, oh yeah, I do know that person. And that expands your network. At the same time, every time you're getting on LinkedIn, you are seeing what's going on in your field, what other people are doing. And so that is giving you connections and giving you a sense of opportunity. So when I was a teacher and I was considering going into something else or doing something else, and I wasn't sure what I wanted to do, right? Because I, I always anticipated I was going to continue teaching. That's what I always felt kind of called or inspired or just it's what my game plan was. And so anyway, at that point, I, when I made my LinkedIn profile, it was so refreshing to have a place where I could go and log into and get a news feed that was so different from my Facebook feed, so different from my Instagram mm. feed, but something that opened up my eyes to more opportunities to different companies, to what other people were doing, people that I graduated from college with and, and, you know, follow different companies. When I would log in on social media, I'd see, oh, here's so-and-so's new baby, you know, or, oh, here's so-and-so's like family pictures and what they're up to and all of this stuff. And I, I really wanted a place where I could see future work opportunities, ideas, connect intentionally with things that I was interested in. And so it was really helpful for that as well as creating a portfolio or my, my profile, you know, of, of here's what I can do. Here's what I have done. Here's how this relates with other opportunities and things like that. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. I love that. And I think you're right. It it can give you that sense of opportunity. And it is a different platform from Facebook or other social medias. I also know that there are a lot of people who will say, I just hate 
social media. I don't want another feed of any kind. I just, I don't need that in my life. And that's valid. You know, maybe that's not going to work for you. Even so, you need to have a good LinkedIn profile. A basic LinkedIn profile really is an essential part of your professional development. Yeah, so true. For anyone hearing this and with what I shared about like, I liked having a feed for this. You really don't have to feel overly committed or, oh gosh, I've got to log into a different platform and spend a ton of time on it. No, not at all. But having having your at very least your profile be an awesome representation of your resume and your ability, then it puts it out there for a lot of the people that it matches for their openings and positions so that they can reach out to you. I had one company reach out to me this last week saying, Hey, you know, we've never met, but I can tell from your profile that you would be really qualified for this. And they actually said, could you just let me know? Like, can you just name your price? And I was like, okay, well, I wasn't anticipating that, but thank you. And you know, here's how we can connect and be in contact about this. But, but they found me because of certain words on my profile that align with what they need. I have never heard from this guy in my life. And I know that the training that you've made for teachers in our membership this month that they get full access to this month trains them on how to do like exactly that. And so much more as far as optimizing your profile for certain opportunities, but can you highlight or touch a little bit on, I don't want to make you like redo the whole training right now, but (laughs) tell teachers in that training, here's what I'm going to show you how to do. Yes. So what Ali just described is the ultimate goal of your LinkedIn profile. You want it to look sharp because potential um, people, uh, hiring managers, people hiring for positions are definitely going to check you out on LinkedIn. Potential colleagues are definitely going to check you out on LinkedIn. You want to make sure you're making a strong first impression. But the ultimate ideal goal is that your LinkedIn profile is set up correctly so that someone who is looking for someone to fill your dream job finds you. And like you said, Allie, that is all about the keywords. When you think about your LinkedIn profile, we know a couple things about how we find and read information online. One of them is that when we read information online, we want it to be in nice little chunks. We don't read long form, um, long paragraphs. We read bulleted lists, short paragraphs, nice little digestible chunks. So that tells you a little something about how you set up your LinkedIn profile. But the other one is, how do we find information online? We type in some kind of a search term. So if you're thinking about, this is my dream job, what search term would an imaginary recruiter use when they are searching for the person for that job? What's gonna be on their wish list, their checklist of qualifications? All those things that you're imagining them typing into their search bar, those need to be in your LinkedIn profile so that they can find you. That's so great. And I know in the training that you've made for teachers, 
they're going to learn about all of these things. They're going to see examples from you on how to do this. And in less than an hour, I love that they can complete the training and apply this on their own profile to, to make it happen, to optimize it. So yes, yeah, yeah. it is. It is not that uh, complicated or time consuming and can have a really big impact on your career path. So really high return on investment to just watch this training. I walk you through kind of the key spots of your LinkedIn profile are the headline, which is the little descriptor right under your name, the about section, which can have all kinds of good information in it. And then the skills and endorsements section, which is where LinkedIn lets you list 50 skills. Um, if you spend an hour or less optimizing those three sections and then add on a profile picture, just kind of a basic headshot and a banner image, which Ali I know has a great resource for. If you just do those things, you are head and shoulders above so many other people. You now look like an engaged, focused, proactive professional. Anyone who looks you up is gonna understand where you're going in your career, what your strengths are, what you're useful for, what problems you could solve for their company. And recruiters who are looking for your dream job will find you. That's so excellent. And I love how in that training, you do show those really clear examples because we don't want teachers to just have their profile say like, I teach this, I teach this, I taught that. I, you know right. what I mean? Like, like right. we've mentioned before in our other episode about resumes, similar to the resume training that you have in this LinkedIn training Angela is just going to show you guys, she's going to show you really clearly how to do this effectively so that mm -hmm. you don't have to spend hours and hours and hours or days or weeks or months working on it a little here and a little there. So it's kind of piecemeal. We're just going to get it done, get it done right. And, and get you on your path, really set you up for success. You know, and even if a teacher's like, well, I want to continue teaching for quite a while. Mm -hmm. um, that's great too. You know, like, yeah, having it be effective for where you are now and for where you want to go in the future. You know, just this last week, I actually had two of my professors from where I did my undergrad reach out to me on LinkedIn and just say, Hey, like I see some of the things that you're up to and some of, some of what you're creating or, and for, for teachers to have more opportunities. And I just great job. Like, it's so nice to be able to connect, you know, and I'm not connected with them on Facebook. Right. And it's just so nice to have intentional relationships and meaningful relationships. And some people would be like, well, but wait, didn't they train you on how to be a teacher? And yes, they did. But any professor who has gone from their classroom, you know, as a whatever teacher, you know, a junior high, middle school teacher, elementary, primary, secondary, whatever, whatever someone calls it, to becoming a professor, all of them understand what it is like to want something more than a first classroom. So of course they would be cheering you on. Sometimes I know teachers feel a little bit of kind of judgment and, and yeah. fear factor or teacher shaming about what they think is quitting when mm -hmm. really it's, it's changing or it's continuing, it's growing, it's advancing it's, you yes. know, for whatever reason, if it's for better health, 
whether that's physically or psycho psychologically or emotionally, if they just need a different setting, whether it's wanting to continue to grow, pro progress and advance, which is hugely correlated with rates of teachers choosing career change. But so often, I mean, you work with people from all different career backgrounds. Do they term it as I'm quitting what I was doing? I mean, you probably don't even chat with them. Yeah. About yeah. That. I think they're looking forward yes. at what they're going toward next. Any insights? Yes. Yeah, that's some, I think, real baggage that might be kind of unique to the teaching progress to the teaching profession. Um, a couple things. I like to think of it as being open to possibilities and opportunities. There's kind of this mindset that when you're a teenager or a college student, you choose a career path you know exactly where you're going, you fill your career path, you do exactly what you thought you were going to do. I can tell you as someone who sees many resumes, most people are not doing something in their career that is in any way related to their college degree. They have changed. And part of that is you don't now know, and you didn't know when you were in college or beginning your, your career, all the opportunities that are now out there and will be out there. So, you know, think about instructional design, learning technologies. There are so many opportunities that you could not have set your sights on when you were a teenager or college student because they did not exist. <laughs> so I love to have the mindset of just being open and prepared for possibilities. Maybe you will stay in that teaching role and that will bless your life and you will bless the lives of other people. You will be happy and satisfied and that will be a great career path for you. Maybe some other opportunities will come along. Maybe you will feel a pull to sort of investigate and explore and maybe that will take you to a place that you could not have foreseen. And so that is why I really recommend a mentality of career hygiene. Just mm -hmm. think of keeping your LinkedIn profile updated and looking sharp, keeping your resume updated, taking some notes maybe every few months, once a quarter on maybe some wins that you've accomplished, things that you're proud of, projects that you've completed, just sort of keeping track of those things just in case, who knows why, maybe those will just be for sort of your own benefit. Maybe those will keep you prepared so that if some dream opportunity comes along, you are prepared to move forward. I talk with people all the time who thought they were going to stay in their current job forever. They love their job. They didn't have any plans to change. And all of a sudden, the company is making a big organizational change or out of the blue, somebody they haven't talked to in 10 years reached out to them with something that actually would be perfect. They would love to do that. And they're in a tizzy because they're just unprepared. So I love the mentality of just being open to opportunities and doing that ongoing career hygiene, 
spending an hour or less to keep your LinkedIn profile updated, your resume updated, and then um, you are open and prepared for those opportunities. And for those people, I don't want to get too woo-woo on you, Allie, but when you have that mentality and you are prepared for opportunities, they do tend to pop up, don't they? They definitely do. Yeah. Out of the blue, but it is yeah. when you've kind of paved that path of preparation yes. Yes. prior to that timing. Yeah. What, what do they say of when preparation meets opportunity? Like that's what people call luck. And it's like, yes. no, you've really been preparing, paving that path mm-hmm. a ways in advance. So definitely. You also mentioned, I love how you call it career hygiene and celebrating your wins every you know, maybe a few weeks or maybe a monthly reflection. Sometimes, you know, if a teacher's hearing this and you can think, Hey, I did this really well recently. Oftentimes teachers can think, well, that means I'm a good teacher, but I think it's good for us to adjust our mindset around that a little bit and put on a different lens of, well, let's look specifically at what you were doing. Maybe it means I'm a really good problem solver. Yes. Or maybe it was something with you know, emailing parents and having great collaboration with them and and working on something together. Well, that shows you're a very good communicator. Or maybe your communication was something about an event that you were putting on at the school. Maybe, maybe it was actually good marketing. Mm -hmm. Let's see this in the lens of different work opportunities or, you know, what is it you actually did? Was it standing in front of a classroom the way you communicated something, was it teaching like a stand and deliver thing? Or was it, yeah, was it marketing? <laughs> was it communications? Was it ed tech related? And so that can help us identify the next opportunities that align. And that would help identify, okay, how can we optimize the LinkedIn profile with the skills, the abilities, using those wins to have them correlate with, with what, what we're identifying for ourselves that we're good at and then what to communicate to companies for opportunities based on their job descriptions and whatnot. Yeah. Like we've discussed, but I love that about career hygiene and celebrating your wins because teachers mm-hmm. are doing so many things. They wear so many yes, hats. Yes. Yes. Really, really well. So yeah, it can be a really empowering, just mental exercise, you know, just keep a document and put on your calendar to give you an alert every couple months to just write down even, you know, this particular student I was really not connecting with or was really struggling and I was able to turn that around. It's very empowering to keep track of those. Um, I actually have a tool on the Red Rocket Resume website. I don't know if I've ever even told you about this before, Ali, called the Hit Parade. It's a little web form that asks you some kind of brainstorming type questions. What got better this quarter at work? Any projects you completed, any accolades or commendations that you got, and you just fill that out and it saves in our wherever in the cloud on the internet. Yeah. (laughs) And then once a quarter, we send you a little email that says, hello, it's time to come back to the hit parade, log back in, write a few more notes. So that automates that process for you. It's called the hit parade on the red rocket resume website. That's great. We will link to that in our posts in our show notes for this as well. So thank you. I, I think it's so important to celebrate the wins. Yeah, you know, I, I love the field of positive psychology, like the study of happiness and just having like, 
a daily reflection time. Maybe it's journaling, maybe it's not, but, um, or, or just stating every day, like what went well, but having a time when you do that about, about your work life, you know, of mm-hmm. what's monthly or however frequently it is, let's identify yeah. what is going well. I know for a lot of teachers that are in our community, they're really looking for something else. So being able to focus on the positive would be really helpful for that too. So yes, we will definitely link to that in the show notes. Um, okay. We've mentioned the LinkedIn training that you have for those in our community. We will definitely link to that as well so that they can get all the training that they need, implement it and get on with it for their LinkedIn profile. But is there anything else that you want to share with our audience about the importance of a LinkedIn profile, whether it is connecting with recruiters, showing up for certain job opportunities, being aware of them or or anything else that you'd like to share with them about the importance of it? Yeah, I would just reiterate, um, it does not need to be super time consuming. You do not need to be a super networker if that's not you, but minimum requirement, you need to have a profile with a good headline about skills and endorsement section and connect with, you know, your email contacts, have your basic network in place. That really has become a minimum requirement for professional development. It's not hard to do. It's not time consuming. You can get that done and definitely will bless your career. Great. That's so helpful. Um, And then last of all, if someone wants to work with you, I know that through our teacher transition community, we have discounted access to your services, but can you tell them about what you can offer them as far as LinkedIn profile? If they're like, look, I just want you to do this for me. Let's just get it done and get it done quick. (laughs) Yeah. Outsource to the pros. Yes. That's what we love to do. So we have put together, Allie and I, some packages just for teachers to give you kind of different options for working with us. And our best option is that you will, I will match you up with one of the writers on my team who will collaborate with you, have a phone consultation with you, rebuild your resume from the ground up, and then rebuild your uh, LinkedIn profile to sync up with that resume so that they are reflecting to each other, working together, optimized for keyword searches, all of those things. So we would love to work with you on that. And then we also have some options if you would like us to just do a resume assessment and give you kind of a DIY checklist of what we would recommend that you improve on your resume. Um, If you want us to do just a resume refresh, we're calling that the resume tailoring service where you just send us your resume. We do everything we can do there on the page, make it look great, edit and rewrite and restructure and send it right back to you. So we've got all of those options. And if you're here with Allie's content, I know that you are a proactive person, you know how to find resources, and we are all about providing resources on resumes, LinkedIn, applicant tracking systems, job search strategy. So definitely connect with me at Red Rocket Resume on all the socials, and um, I would love to keep in touch. That's so great. You know, I love how you said outsource to the pros. So many teachers can be like, look, I'm like a DIYer. I can make this happen. And, and, and they can, but having it done well, especially if someone wants new opportunities sooner rather than later, you know, I know some of the teachers who've learned from you have 
have really appreciated your training and your resources and within a very short amount of time, like less than a month and a half of having help and training from you, they've landed opportunities that have made them $20,000 more starting salary as a very beginner in the field that they transitioned into. Yeah. Just to start. And not that, and if not you get that income, job a month faster, that was money well spent. Right. And it really, you know, her intentions in career transition had nothing to do with, you know, just making more money. Like that isn't, yes. and, and if that is someone's rationale, there is no shame in that providing for yourself, providing for your family. That's a noble, wonderful thing. Yes. There's no, there's no sense of shame in anything like that, but, but yeah, for, for her getting help, getting it quickly, she was prepared for an opportunity that came her way that she wasn't anticipating and she was able to land it effectively. And all of the resumes, all the help that Angela, that that you give for people is, you know, everything's optimized. It's going to pass the filter ATS that filters out 75% of applicants that never even get seen by a human and so much more. I just know it's so helpful. So again, for everyone listening to this, you can get discounted access to Angela and her team and all of their help to get this done right the first time. And yeah, to help you with everything that you need. And we'll have that linked in the show notes. So Angela, thank you so much. Yeah, you are very welcome. The one thing that we do not want is for you to feel stuck and frustrated and that you're spinning your wheels and don't know how to move forward. If that's how you are feeling, we can get you out of that spot for sure. Excellent. Okay. Angela, thank you so much again for all that you do and for taking your time to be on. So great talking with you. Thank you. Great to chat with you too. Do you ever wonder what you could do next for work opportunities? Would you like to hear from actual teachers who have now gone beyond their classroom and work in different roles? Well, join us at our upcoming summit. Whether you want to become a trainer, whether you want to start your own online business, whether you want to become an educational consultant or work remotely from home in flexible ways that align with your skills, we have excellent teachers who are going to show you the ropes for all of these things and more. Come and get the training you need for those specific resumes. Come and get the resources you need to actually get started. You don't have to do this alone. You're going to do it more successfully and enjoyably by doing it together. Go to teachertransition.com forward slash summit to sign up for the summit today so that you can join us as it goes live. This episode may have ended, but connecting doesn't have to. Join us on Facebook or Instagram and get the support and inspiration you need in your personal educator path. If you're loving the podcast, help us spread the word. Leave a review or screenshot the episode, share it on social media, and be sure to tag us at Teacher Transition. Who knows? We may even feature what you share on our social media feed too. Until next time, teacher friends, be sure to click subscribe so you don't miss out on any of the upcoming episodes. Good luck with the great things you're up to right now and keep looking forward to the amazing things to come.